There are situations, unknown, unpredictable situations, when you simply cannot just show up super confident and fully in charge. I just want to get this out there for the people who need to hear this. Because I feel like I needed to hear this. And it took a while before somebody actually said these words to me. Welcome to the Me First podcast. I'm Katie and I'm so happy that you're here. Hello, my beautiful friend. This week, we are going to jump into the unknown. Tum, tum, tum. We are going to focus on what do you do when you just really don't know and when things are not going as planned. This week, we are going to deep dive into the unknown. So, how often... Do you find yourself in the middle of a chaotic situation, thinking how just this morning you woke up and had it all planned out, and you're just kind of wondering, like, where did it all go wrong? (laughs) Why can't people be on time? Or where did this traffic jam come from? Or why are the trains not going today? Because we all make plans. Even the people who say they don't, they do. Because we all have goals in life things that we want to achieve. But sometimes, the plan just doesn't work. In the first episode, I told you my story about how I had my whole life figured out how I was achieving the things that I wanted until my body just shut down. I quit my job. My partner and I broke up. My parents moved to the other side of the country. We were practically neighbors before. (laughs) And my brain and my body were not listening to me. I I didn't even know who I was any longer or what I wanted. So, you know, I just looked up and wondered, well, where did it all go wrong? <laughs> and it doesn't have to be this big of a change, of course. There are these little everyday changes as well. Your usual road is all of a sudden closed, so now you have to go around and you have no idea where you are all of a sudden. You're kind of lost. They don't have your usual meal at lunch. So now you're like, well, what am I supposed to eat now? (laughs) You know, we have all these little habits and things that we just kind of used to. And then all of a sudden things just go wrong. So how do we put ourselves first when things go wrong and we have to come up with a new plan? Let's get that cake out. If you don't know what I mean, I finally... Got a first draft version of the cake I always imagined the me first method to be. You can check it out on the website, believemefirst.com. It's basically instead of the cute little pyramid thingies, now it's a cake. Because who doesn't love a cake? (laughs) Alright, let's go. Confidence. How can you stay confident when things are just going wrong? You know, that's like the moment when everything is like... I already have so much on my mind. How am I supposed to also be like, "Mm -hmm, I got this because you obviously don't. (laughs) So just imagine you woke up, decided what you wanted to do today. You listened to your inner critic and your inner mentor. You got your to-do list together. You have your priorities clear. You sat down at your computer and the Wi-Fi is down. 
Actually, your computer also won't start because it didn't charge and the electricity is in the whole neighborhood out. You're sitting in the dark. <sighs> what now? <laughs> you were so ready to put yourself first, right? You were so confident just five minutes ago. And now you, now you, now you, you can't. Now you don't. So what do you want now? What, do you, what are you going to do now? You know, that's just one example, but there are a few others. Like, well, there's this meeting afternoon and now you can't attend because the trains are not going. And there are really big traffic jam. You just spilled coffee on your shirt and you have an important meeting in five minutes. What now? <laughs> You're taking a bath, taking care of yourself, and the doorbell rings. This actually happened to me. <laughs> you know what I mean. One moment you're super confident, you're really feeling it, you got this, and then the next moment it's all gone. So how do we get that confidence back like on a good timeline, right? So we can actually just go for it again. First of all, really important, do not just go, it's okay. <laughs> I'll just figure it out on the go. No, no. Take a deep breath. Right now, just do it with me. Just one deep breath, like... <sighs> you can also make it like really loud. You, just, you can also just scream, you know, like... <laughs> okay. <laughs> if if you have the time, and if you feel like, you know, okay, well, things didn't go as planned, but I just want to get back into the flow, tune into your inner mentor's voice and look for the friendly advice. What do you need right now? And don't be hard on yourself. That won't get you anywhere. If you just start thinking about, well, but now I'm going to miss that meeting. Well, now I look like this with this coffee spill on my shirt. Well, now I da 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 da. You know, that's the inner saboteur. That's already there. You don't, <laughs> you don't need more of that. So look for the inner mentor's voice. And also accept that the things have changed. You cannot control everything. It has changed. Things happen. Shake it off. Like you can also just literally shake it off or do it with the breath. <laughs> and then move on. But pausing for a second is so important, right? And then look for the friendly voice. What do you need right now? And then go from there. Sometimes there's no time. I understand that. Like the meeting is in five minutes. There's coffee on your shirt. You're not going to look for the friendly voice and da 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 <laughs> You're like, no, I gotta go, I gotta go. <laughs> okay, please take a deep breath, just one deep breath. And then I'm going to explain the autopilot in the next part. You're like, autopilot? Hmm. Here we go. So the second part is boundaries. How do you know what you want in this new situation? Right, that's what, that's what the question is in your head, like... Okay, I just had my bubble figured out and now there's a new bubble or I don't know, man. <laughs> what now? Sometimes things are just moving so fast and so unexpectedly that we barely have enough time to decide where the bubble is. When I started dating, I often had that feeling. We would go on, we would go on a walk, then it started to rain and then we all of a sudden ended up at my place drinking tea, kissing and... Uh, wait, what? <laughs> you know? And my brain and my bubble were just not equipped to react so fast to this quick pace. And I already talked about this before. I just didn't know what I wanted and what I did not want. So I was just really up in my head trying to play catch up. 
And this happens in other situations as well. For example, during a job interview, they throw this new question at you that you have not prepared and you're like, mm, <laughs> I don't know. And then you say the first thing that comes up, right? During a family dinner, when your parents ask these awkward questions for the first time and you're like, mm, what? <laughs> during hanging out with your friends, when you run into new people. I mean, am I the only one who needs time to get used to new people? You might not recognize it, but you might, you know, <laughs> you might. So when time is so short and there are so many unknown variables, how can you know what you want and how do you put yourself first? So first of all, I already said in previous episodes, I mentioned this. If, if you just really don't know, go for that answer and just say, I don't know. However, sometimes your brain will still keep overthinking it all. And that's where the autopilot comes in that I just mentioned a few seconds ago. And you're like, Katie, the me first method is about taking charge of my life. I've been doing it so well. So isn't it kind of weird that now you're saying I should go on autopilot? Isn't that what we not want? Well, yes and no. <laughs> Have you ever tried meditation and learned how you should be aware of the now and you were sitting in your room and you thought yeah this is this is kind of nice i can just focus on my breath cool and then you went out into the world and tried it outside and all of a sudden you noticed all these new sounds and smells and just expressions and sights and then you thought yeah uh overload <laughs> and then you just got your phone out and got distracted <laughs> you were like yeah that's enough meditation for me today so the world can be so intense sometimes. And, you know, millions of years ago, it was a useful skill to be aware of all things at all times. Because, well, there were, I don't know, trees, birds, and lions. But that's it. There were no millions of people, cities, cars, roads, airplanes. <laughs> you know, there were like a lot less things happening. So it made sense to just try to be more aware of your situations at all times that saved your life. However, it's only natural these days when the world comes at you with all these sounds and noises and everything and you feel super overwhelmed that you just let the autopilot take over. It's impossible to just walk around in the world 100% aware all the time. That would... That would make you burn out <laughs> so sometimes you just walk to the store you walk come back home and you're like i have no recollection of what just happened because the autopilot took over and you know that that that's totally fine sometimes you don't have to be aware of everything all the time but i want to apply a little bit of nuance to how you use the autopilot because it's okay that you sometimes just let things happen because it's a habit and you're okay with it. Like going to the grocery store doesn't have to be this perfect awareness experience all the time. But try to be on the inside. Be aware of your bubble. At least focus a little bit on you. Just have this little bit of awareness of yourself. Because what can happen is 
that you go to the grocery store and then all of a sudden it's closed. There's construction work happening all over the place. And you go like, huh? <laughs> you know that, huh? <laughs> and you're just still not prepared for it. And that, that's kind of like, you know, shocking. It's like a lion in front of you. However, if you keep that little bit of awareness inside you, then you see the construction work and you're kind of already tuned into yourself. So you can go, oh, well, um, what do I need right now? When it happens, when it's already too late, we're going to start from there now. So let's say that you were walking to the grocery store and it was just too much. And you just kind of wake up <laughs> in that moment, standing in front of the store and it's closed and you go, hmm. So it's overwhelming. Maybe not the grocery store, but something at your work, it's overwhelming. Get that bubble into blanket size. And if you can, just communicate where you stand. You can just say, I feel overwhelmed. I do not have an answer, answer right now. I just need a moment. I already mentioned this in previous episodes as well. If you feel there's too much pressure to do any of these things, which I sometimes feel like I just have this idea in my head that I have to give an answer right now or that I need to seem confident even though I might not be right now or whatever they're asking me, I should know this. Um, that can be quite overwhelming and you might not be able to say those words like, I don't know. What you can do is let the autopilot do it for you. You just go into your blanket, you just focus on yourself, you just focus on that little light inside of you, you focus on your breathing and... For a moment, you just accept that you cannot figure this out in the short amount of time that you have. So you're just going to let those habits and patterns that you have take over. That's fine. You can't always, you know, be a better person all the time. Sometimes it's not the time to practice that. So you just get into your blankie <laughs> and focus on your breathing. You focus on your body, how you how you feel, that usually gives you at least an idea about where you stand. So sometimes it can be this feeling that your heart is racing. So you go, well, this makes me quite anxious. Even if you can't say those words, at least you notice, right? That's a start. Um, but the nice thing about autopilot is, because it's such an old system, it will keep you walking, it will keep you talking, and it will, it will just keep you on those patterns that you always had. And sometimes it might be a little bit awkward because you go, well, that's not how I want to be these days. I just came out and you can still be overwhelmed and just not ready. And that's why it's so important to just focus on the inside at those points. Yeah, it's me first. So we're not going to put them first. In those situations. We're going to put me first. <sighs> it might be a little bit confusing right now. So I'm going to give a very personal example. That took me quite a long time to understand what was happening. And I hope that this will at least explain a little bit. What I mean here. And it will clear things up. So here comes the story. Really from the bottom of my heart, it's, uh, yeah. 
I used to have this feeling that I somehow did dating wrong when things didn't go as planned. Like, I was somehow supposed to be more confident, more cool, and more well put together. I didn't understand what was wrong with me, and why I couldn't just choose me and say the things that I thought. So I even was so hard on myself when things went like how I didn't plan them to go. You know, you can fit it in your with your own situation when you're like, well, how am I not confident in this situation? Or why can't I just say the things that I want to say? Right? That feeling. And then I had some help and I finally understood. My autopilot kicked in. My inner critic, the one that goes danger, danger, you know, that system took over. And together, they were just trying to protect me in the best way that they could. And again, these systems were made for the times of lions, not for dating or job interviews or (laughs) any field these days. So they were using those patterns that were like pretty well built in over millions of years. And there was nothing wrong with me. There was nothing wrong with how I reacted. That's the only way that the autopilot and the inner critic know how to react in such situations. Once I learned this, once I also experienced it again and I noticed, uh uh-huh, I learned to focus on the things that I described above. How was my breathing? How did my body feel? Because it was okay for the autopilot to take over, but that didn't mean that I needed to completely leave the scene or just become super harsh on myself. It it meant there was finally awareness of this and I could take baby steps to tweak or get to know the autopilot better. So what happened? I, well, the first time, of course, everything just went wrong. Yes. <laughs> The first time I was like, oh, autopilot, cool, look at me noticing. And then I just went, again, really mean against myself. And then step by step, baby steps, I learned to take charge of the situation as much as I could. At first, that meant I just focused on my breathing. Again, it's the difference between them first, like, well, I don't know what I want, so what do you want? We don't do that. You go... I don't know what I want, but I'm just going to focus on my breathing because that's that I can be aware of right now. Then I focused on those voices of the inner critic because, yes, sometimes there are dangerous situations, but most of the time there aren't. So there's no need to go danger, danger and be hard on myself. So I learned to just kind of shift the focus a little bit more from the inner critic to the inner mentor. And then some days, I actually got to a place where I was confident and fully in charge. I hope this helps a little bit with what I mean with the autopilot, but still checking back in and taking charge. There are situations, unknown, unpredictable situations, when you simply cannot just show up super confident and fully in charge. The important part is to learn about the autopilot, 
and then see how much you can get back to yourself. Don't fall into the them first <laughs> idea. Just try to be me first as much as you can. And I just want to say these words now because I have said them in different ways up till now, but I just want to get this out there for the people who need to hear this because I feel like I needed to hear this and it took a while before somebody actually said these words to me. If you ever had a bad date and then you gave yourself a hard time, please know dating is complicated. Dating is confusing for everyone. There's nothing wrong with you. There's probably also nothing wrong with the other person. It is just that we rely on systems that do not have all the tools to handle the situation. You did your best. You were enough. You were freaking beautiful. <laughs> you were awesome. No matter what happened, what you said or what you did. There were times when I wanted to say no and I didn't have the words. There were times when I let people walk over me because I felt so overwhelmed. But I learned to be kind to myself and understood that I did my best. And you did too. <sighs> oh. That was a really long monologue on dating. <laughs> so let me just wrap this part up about boundaries by saying that what I just described applies to any other situation as well. That stupid thing that you said at a meeting, perfectly fine. That weird move that you made when there was like a ball flying your way on the street and you just fell on the ice or something. Amazing, you did something. <laughs> I would have probably been just hit in the head. <laughs> this your reaction time, yay. You getting mad at people because they ask weird questions and you don't have an answer? Well, you did your best and next time you will do better. <sighs> so let's all take a deep breath before we go into the next part. Energy. There we are again. So we're going full circle now. We know that in uncertain times, this autopilot might take over. We fall back into old habits, and sometimes that means that we almost be our friends, because, yep, if a lion was chasing you, you would have a better chance outrunning it if your bladder was empty. Google that, true story. <laughs> but seriously, sometimes. Um, when you feel overwhelmed, you might get the sense of I need to pee, and that's just that million years old system kicking in. <laughs> So just know, I have that feeling sometimes. You probably do too. We're not alone. It's million years old autopilot system. <laughs> so we're running on autopilot. We're getting our confidence a little bit back. We're, we're trying, but how do we get back into the flow? Because it can happen that sometimes we're so overwhelmed that we keep running on autopilot for days, weeks, months, or even years. So how do we snap out of that new kind of habit <laughs> of being in that heightened state and get back into the flow? First, we're going to practice the breathing and being in our bodies. Come back to yourself. 
Yes, me first. Then we're going to learn to focus on the inner mentor who is probably super silent at this point because if you let the autopilot take over, it's just danger, danger, danger. <laughs> yeah, so the way to get back into the flow is to focus on yourself first and then ask yourself, what do you need? Sounds simple, but sometimes it takes a while. So what I want to mention right now, if you are running on autopilot for a long time, you probably are like, well, I don't have an inner mentor. I don't know what you're talking about. I need to go right now. So <laughs> please at least finish listening to this. So add this little thing to your morning or evening routine. Before you go to bed or right after you wake up, ask yourself this. Am I doing what I'm going to do or what I have done today out of fear or out of love? The autopilot should not make big decisions in your life because those, de those decisions are fear-based. They're not coming from a me-first mindset. They're not coming from this comfortable bubble that you're in. It's not truly what you want. You know, in the moment, yes, sometimes you just can't be present. You, you can't do that. But never make big decisions based on your autopilot and out of fear. If you can, please, 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 at least give it one day. And ask yourself if it's coming from a place of fear or a place of love. And again, if you make a to-do list, look at the items and, and look at those as well. Is it coming from a place of fear or a place of love? That's how even in the most challenging situations, you can slightly tweak it to put yourself first and get back into your flow. Slowly. I'm not saying that tomorrow, just by doing this, all of a sudden everything will be fixed. If you've been running on autopilot for a long time. Sometimes you just need to act fast and do things fast. And it happens. But if you can, try to go back to me first. Also, one more thing. Sometimes, if you have been on autopilot for a really long time, it might feel like going with the flow. Because these are like patterns and habits and your inner critic kind of just going like, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, this is fine. We're like not in danger, so it's good. But this simple question of fear or love can help you figure out if it's actually being in the flow or being on autopilot for too long. Alrighty, I have said a lot of things today and we have touched upon some really big themes. So let me just summarize the most important things and tips that you can use and navigate through uncertain, unknown or overwhelming situations. First, we started a deep breath. Whatever happens, you always have time for a deep breath. Do not tell me you don't. Hmm? <laughs> okay. Second, accept the autopilot. Know that it's okay and it's there. So be aware of its presence. Next, when you're ready for it, 
Focus on how your body feels. That's me first, not them first. When you have the time, when you feel ready for it, ask yourself if your actions are coming from a place of fear or love. This can again help with the autopilot and not being on autopilot. Tune back into the voices of your inner critic and inner mentor. See what they have to say about the situation and be kind to yourself. And then lastly, when you're there, get back into your flow. So I hope this helps you navigate through tough times and just know whatever happens, it's okay. You're doing your best. And I think you're super awesome. So one more little thing. Tomorrow is my birthday. And if you want to celebrate with me, there's still time to sign up for the Me First workshop this Saturday. Because then we can kind of celebrate live. <laughs> of course, the workshop is not about my birthday. It's me helping you putting yourself first in situations. Might be unknown and uncertain situations or whatever you come with. But it's completely free. So I hope to see you there. And I'm really looking forward to that. Thank you. Thank you for listening today and I'll see you back next week. I think you're awesome. Bye-bye.